You're welcome to Global Youth Bible Society. My name is Evangelist Godwin Odiko, and today's message. You know, there was this day that I was going out for my normal evangelism. We were in a team of about 10 or 15. And uh, yes, I think we were 15. And we chanced to be at a place. You know, going out to spread the gospel is a calling which is upon us. As people with the Spirit of God, it pushes us to go out to, to, to preach the gospel and heal the sick, demonstrate the power of God unto many souls. Hallelujah. So it is one of our passions to see. Normally, when I'm talking about evangelism that we embark on, it becomes more passionate and I feel as being part of it, you see. So during this, uh, this one was one-on-one -on -one evangelism. Glory, hallelujah. So we had an encounter when we got to a place and there were some young men sitting down and unfortunately or unfortunately they were arguing about who Jesus was. And one of the young men said, Jesus Christ is a very wonderful person. They were making an argument. Somebody mentioned the name Jesus Christ. And as for that man, don't come, nobody can compare himself to him. Hallelujah. Glory. He was a wonderful person. Glory, hallelujah. He said that Jesus Christ is a wonderful person. And they were saying on and on and on. He said the man that healed the sick, even people who were dead, he resurrected them. And one asked, uh, what's the name of the guy? He said, Lazarus. Hallelujah. And, and then he said, he, uh, even he cast the tree and the tree died at once. And he said, I, I got much interested, but I realized that they knew they have read the Bible and they know Jesus Christ as a miracle performer. Hallelujah. They said the man was a wonderful man. He turned water into wine. He healed the sick. He cast out demons. He cast out unclean spirits. And he healed the leper. He healed the lame. Even somebody touched his dress and he got healed. And he was able to tell people secrets. Then they said, this man was so wonderful. This was a testimony given by somebody about Jesus Christ. So just as I got close to it, I heard them saying it was still there. And I burst into laughter. I began to laugh. Pretty much I wasn't laughing at the things that they were saying. I was laughing because of the knowledge that need to be applied to the things that they were saying. Because everything that was saying was true. But what is the reality of what they were saying? Number one, they believe that Jesus Christ cannot be compared to anybody else. So to them, they are ordinary people. Hallelujah. How do you see yourself? How do you see yourself? You know, Jesus Christ did not come to raise a group of people who are ordinary, who are following him. Hello. Jesus did not come to raise a group of ordinary people who will follow him. Instead, Jesus Christ, who is God, came to create a new breed that is in the likeness of him. So therefore, everybody that is born of Christ have the fullness of of Christ. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. So no matter 
the, the, the way we see Jesus to be so wonderful, the same way with the Spirit of God in us, we have to be wonderful also. Jesus did not come to create a breed of people who are confused. Jesus did not come to create a breed of people who do not have a father. Jesus did not come to create a breed of people who are helpless. And Jesus did not come to create a breed of people who are natural or carnally minded. What Jesus Christ came to do is to give us his life. To give us his life. To make us the way he is. In 1 John chapter 4 verse 17, the Bible says, Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. You know, when the Bible is saying that as he is, so are we in this world, he's not referring to that you are like him. No, he deposited his life inside you. So in other words, when Jesus Christ went to the cross, he crucified your natural man. And then he gave birth to a spirit pe people. So therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Therefore, whoever is born of God is the one that walks in the spirit of God. So in John chapter 1, let's turn our Bibles to John chapter 1. Glory, hallelujah. John chapter 1, the verse 12, and then we'll read the verse 13 also. The 12 said that, John chapter 1, the verse 12, it said that as many, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. 13, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, not of the will of man, but of God. In other words, he said, the Bible is saying, John is saying that those that believed in Jesus Christ, he has deposited something inside them to become like him. In other words, he's saying that this kind of people have become like group of people who were not born according to how normal people are born, but according to how God has given birth to them according to his own will. And the will of God is to create us according to his power, is to create us to be like him, to be his glory, because we were created to be the glory of God. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Jesus said in John chapter 17, verse 16, He said, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. So one, Jesus is not of the world, you are not also of the world. Hallelujah. Ah, glory, hallelujah. Jesus, as he's not of the world, you are also not of the world. Hallelujah. So, children of God pretty much are breeds of God, are the express image of God. Hebrews chapter 1, the verse 3, the Bible describes and ascribes Jesus Christ as the express image of God. 
And therefore, children of God are express image of God. Whatever Jesus Christ came to do, we shall do it even more and more abundantly. Hallelujah. And this is what God wants you to claim in this life. Many people have been taught to accept Jesus Christ and follow Jesus Christ. And follow Jesus Christ. But today I'm teaching you that when you accept Jesus Christ, receive the Holy Spirit. When you receive the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will make you so that you will become like Jesus Christ. He will make you. He will give you the power. So when the power comes, you do not become ordinary any longer. You become extraordinary. So when you are working with somebody like Jesus Christ, you'll be working with a man and you will be performing miracles and you'll be wondering why the man is able to perform miracles. But when you go to try to perform one miracle, you cannot be able to perform. Why? Because you do not have what he has. But now if you accept him, he comes and dwell in you. Hallelujah. He said that if any man hear my word and believe me, my father will love him and we shall come and make our abode in him. In other words, he will create you like the way his father is. So Jesus was using the word father in order for man, man's mind to be on it that yes, there is a God, a father somewhere. But in other words, Jesus Christ is God. The reality is Jesus Christ is God. If you abide in him, and he in you, whatever you shall ask, you shall receive it. Hallelujah. So in other words, let's put it, let's push everything behind and say that. Put yourself in the position of Jesus Christ. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. Let's read Acts chapter 10 verse 38. Wherever we see Jesus Christ, let's put our name over there and start to say it. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. Let's go. How God anointed. How God has anointed Godwill Odikol of Ghana with the Holy Spirit and with power and going about doing good and healing all manner of all that were are oppressed of the devil. For God is with me. You know, the secret of Jesus Christ is the God was with him because he has anointed him with the spirit and with power. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the glory of God that is in Jesus Christ comes to us. So we receive the same glory and the same image. That is why in the church there are pastors, there are apostles, there are bishops, there are teachers who are supposed to edify the church, to come into the same stature of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. You see, knowing him is to have the spirit of God because the spirit of God, who is the comforter, is also a teacher. And he, God himself, is the, that teacher that teaches you the truth. Hallelujah. You know, these are the secrets that many people do not know. Many a times you find yourself in churches and their pastors are like people who are doing miracles and people are following them.
I do not say that one person cannot do miracles. How about you? You can also do miracles because Jesus Christ came to bear fruit so that his fruit shall remain. Hallelujah. He, he came to produce a kind of his own. He is the Adam the second. The Adam the second that was representing is the flesh that he took. In other words, we explained in our previous message that Jesus, as he was on the earth, was 100% human and 100% God. So in other words, the human aspect of it is what the people were seeing. And in Matthew chapter 17, verse 2, when Jesus took Peter, James, and John onto the mountain, they saw the God part of him. So the God part of him was hidden to the physical eye. But the God part of him is the part that was able to cause miracles to happen. And that part is the part that makes him eternal. That part is the part that makes him have the creative power. That part is the part that makes him call things that are not existing to come into existence. That part is the, that, that part is the part that makes him have the ability to raise himself from the dead. So it was two parts that, was, that were working on the earth. The reason why you are not like Jesus Christ is because you have not yet received the Spirit of God. Because if you receive the Spirit of God, He has killed already the body. So the part of the flesh does not work again. Glory, hallelujah. And it is the part of the Spirit that works. So Paul said, in Romans chapter 8, that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. They are the sons of God. Those that are led by the Spirit of God. Being led by the Spirit of God does not mean that you have to sit down to listen to the voice of God or you have to go to a church to go and hear the voice of God. Being led by the Spirit of God means having the Spirit of God and being under the full control of the Spirit of God. In other words, when the Spirit of God comes onto you, He pushes you to do what He has you have to do. Because it's the same Peter couldn't speak yesterday. The same Peter woke up when on the day of Pentecost to speak to the crowd. And the same Peter who couldn't heal yesterday when they brought the, uh, the, the man brought his son who was sick, the same Peter was walking at the beautiful gate and he saw somebody begging for arms and he said, silver and gold, I have not, but in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. And the person began to walk. Whoa! What has happened? It is the Spirit of God that is in him that is performing his work. For you to identify that you have been born again, for you to know that you have reached that level, you need to have the Spirit of God, the Spirit communication, the Spirit indul indulgence. You need to be engulfed with the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. So Jesus said in Mark chapter 16, verse 16 and 17, Mark chapter 16, verse 16 and 17, Jesus said that those that, and, and, and he that believe and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. Look at this. It said that, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name 
shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Glory, hallelujah. This is what those people are supposed to be. Lay hand on the sick and they recover. If you eat of a deadly thing, it shall not hurt you. You have made some people make mockery over you. Because if I take of a deadly thing, it shall not hurt me. Because the Spirit of God dwells inside of me. But wait a minute. Without the Spirit, if you eat of it, it's going to hurt you. Because His promises are here. And they are inside His Spirit. How to get a Spirit is to believe that Jesus Christ is God. The Spirit of God cannot come to an ordinary person. He can reveal himself to man in order for man to have an open mind, for your mind's eye to be opened, to understand some aspects of his word. But in order to operate in the Spirit, you need to have him residing within you. And those people are the sons of God. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. The people that are in the presence of God. They are walking in the status of God. In his judgments. So therefore sin does not have dominion over them. But the, 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 the truth is that the church has forgotten. Have derailed. Have moved away from teaching the truth. About how to become like Jesus. Let us look at what Jesus want us to do. As church, he want us Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 down. He said and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfection of the saints for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man. You see, underline of the knowledge of the Son of God. All the knowledge of the Son of God is knowing who the Son of God is. So, in other words, the pastors, preachers, teachers, and everybody is teaching you in order to know who Christ is. So in any case, if you're not able to identify who Christ is, that means that you have not yet gotten where you have to go to. Because knowing who Christ is, it, 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 it comes with the ability and the consciousness of understanding what you're really doing. You see, so Paul said that to know who Christ is, to know, to have the knowledge of the Son of God, the knowledge that he speaks about here is knowing to become. In other words, you know because you are. You are like a witness. So Jesus said to his disciples, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses, both in Samaria, in Judea, and to the uttermost part of the world. Now, somebody like Saul, when he met Jesus Christ, he received the power. Hallelujah. And he began to witness. But was he there when the issues happened? Was he there when the things 
that were happening, happening. Because he was not working with the disciples. He went to listen to the disciples though. But there are more secrets that Peter, uh, Paul said. That Peter even said that our brother Paul had been endowed with so much knowledge. Because he received to become a witness. So to receive, to become a witness, number one, we have the first-hand witness. He said that for the things that I have seen and I have gone through, this is what Paul said, I witness Christ. You cannot witness him without knowing him. How do you know Christ? By his revelation, by his communion with you. How do you commune with him? By Having his spirit and governing the spirit and walking in the spirit and the power walking through you. Hallelujah. So that way we see Jesus as extraordinary. The same way those that are without the spirit of God will see you as extraordinary. Because you have moved from the ordinary and you have come to the extraordinary. You have moved from death and you have come to life. You are no longer the descendant of Adam. You are now the descendant of heaven. Because Jesus said you are not of the world he said, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. All creations, all creations, all over the world see the glory in the face of Jesus Christ. And that glory is reflecting in your face. And that glory is the glory that is in the spirit power of God and God has deposited that glory in him and even as the Bible said that Jesus Christ is the embodiment of the Godhead therefore we will be bold to say today that we who have the Spirit of God are the embodiment of the body of God so now we are the representatives of God on this earth. We are ambassadors of God on this earth. So when you put an inch, it is not like, you see, many times people think that being an ambassador of God means that you have to watch how you walk. You have to watch how you talk. You have to watch where you eat. You have to watch who you talk to. You have to watch the water that you drink. You have to watch, uh, I mean, the kind of movie that you watch. No, that is not being the ambassador of God. Because God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. God is a spirit. So therefore, when for you to be an ambassador of God, you need to exhibit the spirit power of God. So those that are exhibiting the spirit power of God have a walk with God. Hallelujah. Those are the people who have a walk with God. And if you do not have the spirit of God, then Christ does not know you. Let us go to Romans chapter 8. Look at what Paul said in Romans chapter 8.
Let's read from the verse 5. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but they are not. In, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of us. <laughs> it is plain. Okay. So, do you have the spirit of God? Yes. They said, "I have the spirit of God." No. You don't have it. He said the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. There must be a witness with our spirit. The witness that he bears means that the world cannot comprehend the outcome of your movement. In other words, whatever you say shall be. Whatever you touch shall be. Whatever you say, let it be. It be. Wherever you walk, there shall be miracles, signs, and wonders. And when people see you, they wonder. Even when people want to cause harm to you, the harm goes to them themselves. And they are saying that, what manner of person is this? Hallelujah. This is the spirit of power of God. And today, the same power that God exhibited on this earth has come upon your life. If you shall believe, you shall perform these miracles. You shall walk in the Spirit, and the Spirit shall come upon your life. And you shall walk in the Spirit, and you shall be an example unto the world. And the world shall not comprehend the greatness that shall come upon you out of your life. In Jesus' name. It is very important to understand that the nature of Christ that we have become, none has ever lived in history with that nature before. Mm. Yes, I, I, I want to repeat. The nature of Christ that we have become, none has lived in history that has that nature before. In other words, Elijah did not have this nature. So you hear people praying for the spirit of Elijah to come upon them. No, it is, it is, it, it, it is inferiority. You don't need a spirit of Elijah because what you have become, Elijah prayed to become like this. Elisha wished to witness this. Hallelujah. Elisha wished to become like this. Many people wished to become like this, but they are not. The reason why you do not know who you are and you are still looking for somebody else to become is because you have not yet witnessed of this power we are talking about. But from today, as you listen to this message, the whole place that you are standing shall be engulfed with the Spirit of God. And God is going to manifest His power in your life and you shall receive the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost is coming to your life right now and you're going to perform more miracles <clears throat> you're going to perform more signs and wonders in the name of Jesus Christ look at what Matthew chapter 11 verse 11 said he said verily I say unto you 
Matthew chapter 11, verse 11. He said, Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there hath none not risen a greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. <laughs> Did you get it? He said that among those that are born of man, there is none that is greater than John the Baptist. He didn't mention Elijah. He didn't mention Elisha. He said there is none that is greater than John the Baptist. But nevertheless, in the kingdom of God, he is the least. He cannot even be compared to the least. You look at it. He said, notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. In other words, you have received a greater thing in the kingdom of God. He told the disciples when they had not yet re received the Holy Spirit. He said, I shall give you the key to the kingdom of heaven. And what is the key? The key to the kingdom of heaven is the spirit of God. <laughs> Look at it. And that spirit of God is God himself. And that is the, the wake that Jesus Christ came to this, on this earth. Hallelujah. The key is the spirit of God. Matthew chapter 16 verse 17 verse 19 he said and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven glory hallelujah this is then he was telling them I shall and then after he said that I will pray John chapter John chapter 14, verse 16. Look at it. John chapter 14, verse 16. He said that, And I will pray the Father, and I, he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The 26 says that, but the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have also taught you. The Spirit of God, that Spirit of God is the key. This is why in Acts chapter 1, let's turn our Bibles to Acts chapter 1. The Gospel according to Acts of the Apostles chapter 1. The verse 6, you see, the people had walked with Jesus for a long time and they were still kind of, they didn't know what was actually going on. So here they said, when they therefore were come together, Acts chapter 1 verse 6, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom of, to Israel? But he has told them that he will give them keys to the kingdom of heaven. Elia. But these people are not thinking about the kingdom key. They were thinking about things of this earth. It means that, see, no matter how long you will walk with Jesus, if you do not have the spirit of God, you will never think like Jesus Christ. You will never be able to think of the spiritual things because the spirit things, things of the spirit belongs to people who are in the spirit. And look at what Jesus said. In the verse 7, and he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times of the seasons which the Father had put in his own power. Now, Jesus is not talking about kingdom of Israel. He is talking about kingdom of heaven here. 
So he said, it is not in, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father had put in his power, own power. In other words, he was telling them that the seasons and time for the things that God wants to do is in his own hands. But look at the eight. He said, but you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit is come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me, unto me both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the uttermost part of the world. The Spirit of God is the key. The Spirit of God is the key. Do you have the key to the kingdom of heaven? Or are you just walking with Jesus Christ? Are you just walking on this earth as an, uh, the Adam the first who have seen Jesus Christ and walking with him? Or you have the key? Today, what you need is the Spirit of God. So the people that I saw earlier on my evangelism day, there were people that were sitting back being commentators of whom Jesus has done, what Jesus has done. But they, with the Spirit of God, could have been commenting about the things they have been able to do with the Spirit of God that is in them. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Instead of you commenting, Instead of you being a commentator, why don't you become someone who performs so that people will make comments about you? Hallelujah. Let's turn our Bible to Ephesians. Ephesians. Chapter 3, verse 20. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. The Bible said, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. He didn't say that he does it anyhow. He, does, he said it according to the power that worketh in us. Instead of you sitting talking about the miracles that Jesus Christ did, what power is inside of you? What power is inside of you? Is Jesus having his abode in you? John chapter 14 verse 23. Jesus said. Let's go to John chapter 14. Verse 23. And 24. Verse 23. Jesus answered and said unto him. If a man love me. He will keep my words. And my father will love him. And he, we will come unto him. And make our abode with him. If he comes to you, he stays with you. He said, I, will, I am with you forever unto the end of time. The Spirit of God who was on this earth, that the, the aspect of Christ that people did not see with their eyes is what he left with us. And that is the key to the kingdom of heaven. And so if you have that aspect, Within you, you walk not according to the sight, but according to the Spirit of God. 
And today, receive the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that you receive the Spirit of God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If you are listening to this message and you like to receive the power of God in your life, you like the Spirit of God to change you, to make you another person, to make you like Jesus Christ, I want you to say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are God and you came to save my life. I believe you are the almighty God and without you there is no one. And I believe, come into my life and let me walk in your precepts forever and ever. Amen. If you have said this message, I want you to touch your heart whilst you pray. And I can feel the Spirit of God all around you, wherever you are. God is telling me that He's pouring. There is a great outpouring of the Spirit upon your life right now. All of a sudden, you cannot stand. If you are sitting down, you can feel some kind of sensation. Some burning sensation in your leg. Then a feeling. You cannot control yourself. Some of you will be jumping out. Some of you will be shouting. Some of you will start speaking in tongues. It is the power of Jesus. The Spirit of God is in God's place. Right now. You are blessed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for making time to listen to this message. We shall come your, your way another time for more intriguing and more message in the Spirit of God. God bless you for making time. You can send us your prayer requests and your testimonies to info at gypso.org or you can check our website on www.gypso.org. God richly bless you. You can also join our global evangelism team. If you want to join our global evangelism team, you can call our numbers on plus 233 Or if you are in Ghana, 0247 Call and register to be part of the global evangelism team. Every year we host a global evangelism and we go around with a team to spread the gospel of Christ all over. And there are a lot of miracles, signs and wonders, healing and all the things taking place in a lot of people are taken out of their bondage and there is a certain free freedom from the bondage of the enemy. God richly bless you. Shalom. Peace. Amen.